back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Under the Influence. Yes, sir. This here is episode 69. 69 freaky times. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, I'm Big Cash. I'm that guy, PM. Yeah, we're here for another... Another week, and it's getting cold. It is getting nippy out there. Shit, you see what I'm doing? It's getting, it's getting chill. I was something like that earlier. You know, they do it too. It's a little warm in the house. <laughs> the fucked up thing is it'd be hot during the day, and then it'd get like this at night. Yeah, you better keep the hoodie in your back seat. Shit, I got one. I was out the other day. Uh, I left the gym, so I had on like shorts and a t-shirt. Mm. And I got sidetracked. Yeah. And didn't get home like till later. That guy was cold enough, bitch. I didn't bet you were around. I saw the gas station was looking at me all crazy. Like, I'm cold, nigga. Don't worry. <laughs> I ain't no Eskimo, no shit. Nigga, I'm cold. Nigga. <laughs> How you doing, up, bro? Shit, I'm all right, man. You on me both, bro. Another day, another day, another half a dollar. Yes, sir. Uh, shit. Let's get it rolling, man. We um. Unfortunately, breaking news right before we recorded, uh, Coolio. Yeah, rest in peace, Coolio. Found dead at 59. Damn. 59 years old. Uh, I'm going to give you a whole rundown since it just happened. Law enforcement said there were no drugs or drug paraphernalia were found at the scene of Coolio's death. An autopsy and a toxicology report will be used to determine his official cause of death. Too long, uh, paramedics were called to a house in Los Angeles around 4 p.m. today mm-hmm. for a medical emergency. When they got there, they pronounced Coolio dead. Damn. Uh, he was at a friend's house with his manager, Jerez, his longtime manager, Jerez, mm-hmm. who said Coolio went to the bathroom at the friend's house, and when he didn't come out after a while, his friend kept calling for him, and they eventually went in and found Khalil laying on the floor. Damn. Yeah. So they were told that the friend called the EMTs who arrived and pronounced Khalil dead on the scene, and Jerez tells us the paramedics suspect that he suffered cardiac arrest. Oh, that's, that's what you said. Yep, yeah, that's what you said. Yep. So, let them, uh, you know, the bottom years of partying and doing what niggas do. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it can get the best of you, man. You know, we're notorious for not uh, keeping up with our our health. Right. And keeping up with our blood work. And, and niggas think because they ain't, a lot of niggas think because they ain't fat, they healthy. Nigga, your exercise can be shot. Worse than anybody else. I know a lot of skinny, a lot of I know a lot of skinny niggas with heart heart valve issues and stents and that shit. And, yeah, trachs and everything. Yeah, man. So rest easy, cool wheel, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all the RPs I got. I feel you. I got an update from last week. Okay. Remember the uh, the auntie. Out in Chicago, they pushed the little toddler into the... Dirty motherfucker to the water. To the water. Well, he died. Motherfucker. Uh, it says, uh, three-year-old dies after reportedly being abducted. See, well, I didn't know he was abducted. They thought he was a her, his uh, caretaker. He was uh, abducted, though. He was abducted, then pushed into Lake Michigan by his aunt days after his father announced he needs heart transplant. 
the baby needed a heart transplant? Yeah. So this is from the pathologist. It says, uh, an what? Illinois pathologist has announced the death of a Cook County toddler who, according to family, was pushed off the Navy Pier in the Lake Michigan by his mentally ill aunt after she reportedly abducted him. So this is this happened this past Monday on the twenty sixth. They released the news that three year old Joshua Brown has died after suffering cardiac arrest and severe brain damage caused by being submerged underwater for thirty minutes. God um, damn, a week ago on September nineteenth. Uh, so his auntie what's her name? I don't want to say her name so far to just say Brown. Oh, they they talking about him still. Brown was pronounced dead at the hospital on Sunday, September 25th at 1016. This comes days after his aunt, Victoria Morena, 34, was originally charged by prosecutors with attempted first-degree murder and aggravated battery of a child under the age of 13, causing permanent disability. So that now with his death, the 34-year-old charges are updated to two felonies, Attempted first-degree murder and aggravated battery to a child. But her lawyer is arguing that her mental illness should yield mercy from the court. But the Cook County Circuit Judge, uh, Susanna Ortiz, she denied the request. She said, fuck all that. Yeah. We ain't gonna play that insanity bullshit here. Wow. She abducted the motherfucking child and... You know, there's more into it, but you know, I yeah. just want to give y'all the highlights of the shits. Rest in peace, child. Yeah, R.P. Yeah, man, little little guy. Jesus James. Christ, rest in peace, little baby. Um, I'll tell you, some motherfuckers that need to die. All these motherfuckers doing the Nyquil chicken challenge on TikTok. Can I was gonna talk them? about that last week, but I'm glad you brought it back up. Go ahead. What the fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> Alright, so what are you, is it supposed to be frying it? Is it boiling it? What, they what are we doing? They basically boiling it in NyQuil. Yeah. They taking chicken breast, throw them into the pan. Yeah. And pouring NyQuil into the pan and cooking them till they come out like blue chicken. Wow. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> the FDA has had to issue an official warning about the shit. Yeah. They about to get fucked up off of NyQuil chicken. What the fuck is wrong with people, bro? I don't know. That's like them people putting dessert shits all in the toilet and then trying to feed it to people. Yeah. And then going to tell them, oh, we put it in the toilet. And they go and look and they're like, oh, y'all was seriously from the toilet. So now I'm good. That's fucking crazy. From the commode. That's like, that's like, (laughs) remember back in the day, a few years back, them motherfuckers was running around eating uh, Tide Pods. Yeah. What the (laughs) fuck is wrong with people, man? I don't know about that shit. I would have never done it. You know, like, if it was gasoline pods from the 80s, yeah. Gasoline, what's a gasoline pod? No, I'm talking about, you know, if they did gasoline in the pod like they did the Tide Pods. Oh. Gasoline in the 80s smelt fucking good. Kind of wanted to drink that shit. That's why they put that that, that, oh that deterrent God. smell in there so you don't have to get smell. These octane smells great. <laughs> But I remember the nineties, the, the, the late eighties, early nineties. I was a firebug, so I remember. Mm. That, that aroma used to be. Ooh, I used to love it. I used to have a. Uh, I know my mom would kick my ass when she finally figured out what that thing was. I had took my mama's um, the big pot, the crock pot. Yeah, the, the, the big pot. The 
Not a crock pot, but like the big stainless steel joint. The roaster? Like, yeah, the, the big pot. Oh, mean? shit. The one you put the greens in. Yeah, that one. Okay. I took that pot and I would be like on the back porch <laughs> and I would fill it like halfway with gasoline and I would just light it up and I would just throw shit in it. I remember I burnt up like a Sean Kemp tennis shoe with that motherfucker and a bunch of like G.I. Joes and shit. And <laughs> I'd just be back there burning up shit, dude. <laughs> That's fucked up. Facts. I remember nigga one time, my mom would tell me that shit right now. Nigga, I was in her room playing with some matches. Yeah. Dropped a match, nigga burnt a hole in the carpet, right? Yeah. Nigga, I rearranged her whole room to cover the hole in the carpet. She came home like, what the fuck? And put her room back to where it's supposed to be some big ass burn. She said, nigga, you thought this was going to work? Oh, nah. Like, hey, mama, I did you a favor. I was like seven, nigga. I rearranged the cake size bed, a dresser, nigga, a big ass old TV, nigga. <laughs> Floor model TV with the yeah. two, the two, the two different channels on it. Nigga, this is like fucking. Got to put it on you and then click the other one for the fifty nine and every other one. It's like ninety ninety one, nigga. Like so, you know oh, yeah. what type of TVs? What type of TV I'm talking about? Oh yeah, the box had one. the little. Oh god. <laughs> What number? What like no forty two channels. Yeah, what no remote, nigga. No, Slide you was the remote. And don't flip it too hard. Don't flip it too fast. Don't break that shit. <laughs> Get your ass whooped. I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah, I broke the hole right in the carpet, nigga. Rearranged her whole bedroom, nigga, to cover the hole up in the carpet. Shit, only thing I ever set on fire was stove from trying to cook. Mm. Grease fire. And, you know, didn't know that uh, you needed to put that shit out with flour. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I found it was a, it was a good time to go out to the hallway in the apartment and grab the fire extinguisher. Use that motherfucker. It worked. But I didn't know it was going to be dust every goddamn yeah. where I was cleaning up for hours. Yeah. That shit is thick. Yeah. <laughs> that, shit, that shit's serious business. Hell uh, yeah. That shit's serious business. But yeah, the night cool chicken niggas, man. That's nasty. You know, eat and go to sleep. They're going to really have the itis. Yeah. Just... Who would think about that? I don't know, bro. Somebody in the bar that has some Jagrams eating chicken tenders. <laughs> Got to dip in the... Yeah. Got to dip in the motherfucker. How dare you, bro? <laughs> you know what we should do? We should, we should use NyQuil and chicken. Have you seen the, um, the new Jeffrey Dahmer shit on Netflix? Nah. Nah, I ain't seen it. It's a good watch, bro. I heard it was. It's a really good watch, my nigga. It's uh, a lot of people have been putting um like little, I say quotes or whatever, or like funny shit from, from like, yeah. So what we said, what if said what if Major Jeffrey Dahmer had an air fryer? That nigga was in there cooking niggas, and eating niggas and cutting niggas. Man, the shit's really good. Like the the way he got away with that shit, bro. <laughs> He genius? No. No? The police just didn't give a fuck. He was in like a, uh, you know, it's all he killed with black people. Yeah. Really. Yeah. He was in like, he was in the hood, like in like a really low rent, because his parents kicked him out. So he was in like a real low rent. Income. He was in the projects. Yeah. Damn. I remember like at one point in time, one of the police officers was doing something else. He was like, what you even doing living here, man? Like this is called Crack Alley. He's like, well, I don't do crack. Like, I just, you know, it's just affordable. The wildest part about the whole shit, every time the police got, like, close and he, they would, like, be in there questioning him about some shit, he would literally just tell the police, like, man, there's a lot of gay stuff going on there, man. Me and my, me and my gay boyfriend, 
And they'd be like, well, gay stuff. Oh, never mind. And like, leave. <laughs> Nigga said the shit out. What that dude was looking at George. Like, what's that? He's like, man, it's just a bunch of gay stuff, man. Oh, God. You need to concern yourself with, man. Wow. It's just gay stuff. I'm have this a series or it's a movie? It's series. All right. It's uh, eight or ten episodes. I think ten. How far do they think they're going to take it? It's, it's over. Oh, so it's just one and done? Yep. Okay. It's one and done. You know, it's a joke. It's. it's from like when he was a little kid to when he gets killed in jail. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, it's the whole the whole story. Damn, I'm gonna have to watch that then. Because there's also a movie too that came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. My friend Dahmer. Yep. Yeah. And then this little dude is um playing him. He's uh I don't know his name, man, but he he uh is on American Horror Story. And I'm not even gonna ask which one because they, they kind of switch up, but usually they use the same. It's, a, it's the same white dude. Uh, he's been in almost all of them. And then the one like he star starred in was the one with uh, kind of like the Trump one, where it was the election year joint. And he was like the little snooty kid that was killing people. I don't remember that one. Yeah, man, he's. I'll show you a picture of him. Okay. I probably remember when she showed yeah, me a picture. He's. he's not, Killing it. I hate to say that about this, about that, but he's killing that role. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> about to, not for real. <laughs> and my, uh, what's my girl? She's the the neighbor that's like Nancy Nash. Yep, she's the neighbor that's like been calling on him, but nobody really give a fuck about what she's saying. <laughs> like at one point in time, nigga, one of the little he had a little fourteen year old boy in there, Damn. and he like he was trying to make like zombies, so he was like drilling into their head. Like pouring acid into their brain, trying to revive them, trying to trying to like stop the part of their brain that will make them want to leave, because he wanted them to stay with him and not be dead. Because he was like trying to get a companion at first, so he, the little boy had managed to like stumble out of the motherfucking house, and they called the police, mm-hmm. and this nigga pulled up and like told the police it was his boyfriend. And they walked the little nigga back into the house. He was like, it's your boyfriend. He's like, yeah, we made him do a bunch of gay stuff. And he was like, oh, we'll take him back in the house. That was the past. Yeah. <laughs> was a bunch of gay stuff. Dude was like, gay stuff. He's like, yeah. The cop was like, yeah. He didn't go wash our hands. He was like, yeah, you might want to go wash him. A lot of gay stuff going on here. That's fucked gay up. Gay stuff all over this apartment. Like, That's fucked up. Nah, no bullshit. I'm surprised nobody over there killed him. Out on the outside. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? You know, it was... And motherfuckers in prison wasn't having it. Yeah, it was... <laughs> they got to him quick. It was wild. Actually, they didn't. They he didn't? Was in there. Well, I mean, they did, but... Oh, he was like six months, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was... Yeah. It was, it was going down and what the, the nigga that got to him... <laughs> yeah, y'all, you gotta watch it. Bro. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that one. Because everybody's been talking about it, like I said, posting memes, all types of shit. This is really good. Like, even if you know the story, like, I'm oh, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer's story. Right. But, like, the way that they do it, man, it's really good. Like, they they almost go, like, in the depth of each killing. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And, they mutilating animals when he was a kid and shit like uh, that. Yeah. Uh, him and his dad. Mm. But it wasn't, like, mutilating. Like, like it was hunting. He had like took interest in like doing autopsies on shit, oh. and the dad, I guess he had, like went to school for the shit or some shit. He yeah. knew he knew how to do it. Yeah, and I guess they 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 say in the thing like he had had uh, in a 
hernia surgery and he was like four years old, Jeffrey Dahmer did. Mm-hmm. And after the surgery, he was like never the same again. Like, mm-hmm. like maybe they had him under too long or they gave him the wrong amount of drugs. Or, uh-huh. And they were saying like the whole time and like, he, uh, they, like the scene, like there was something stinking under the house that was dead. So dad went out to go find it, and like a raccoon had crawled in the crossways and died. Mm. And when he pulled it out, like he showed interest in it, Jeffrey Dahmer did. And so the dad kind of went into it, and I'm like, what are you doing? He was like, it's the first thing he showed interest in since that surgery. Like he's usually just in that corner by himself looking fucking crazy. So I'm just trying to bring him out. I'm just trying to, goddamn it. Yeah, something to relate to. Him. Relate with my sons. They would be doing like full blown autopsies, like not on no weird shit. Like they would learning shit, roll kill, they get it, take it home, and like see it and cut it open and learn shit, learn its cause of death and all mm-hmm. type. Yeah, that's what's up. It, but it, but, it, but, but he had some other shit going on. <laughs> gay stuff. That's what I gay. I was got a gay shit. <laughs> and it was the, the, the dad is the dad from um, stepfather steps the stepbrothers. With Will Ferrell and oh, the actual dad, yeah, they, on, okay, the actor, yeah, and the motherfucker put up a picture of because uh, Will Ferrell, what was the other the other brother? The, I can't, uh, you know, what I'm talking about the ball hands, yeah. right? Man. They put up a picture of him and uh, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, and the picture of dad on top, on top of it. It says, "Stop letting this nigga raise children." <laughs> <laughs> Best rappers ever. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. You know, saying wild shit, nigga. He had like dead bodies in the house. He had like, this is an apartment. He had like a bat of acid he was dissolving bodies in and it was stinking. And he just kept saying shit like his fridge was broke and meat had spoiled. He would get it fixed next week and shit like that. Yeah. And the, the neighbor was like, she be smelling this nigga cooking and being in for the gang. Like, she was, this nigga's in there cooking human body parts. And she, and she smelled the shit through like her vents because it was coming. Yeah, yeah. At one point in time, she's like, You ever smell human flesh cook? She's like, It's been years and I can't get the smell out of my nose. Wow. Nah, that's real good, man. Wow. Uh, uh, rest in peace to all them. Yeah, all them, man. They, they died and all that. And I know it's kind of got to suck for the families and the people for this to be a, a new re emerging topic. After all them years. And it wasn't like he ate them to survive. He ate no, them no, no, no. Just to eat them. Just to eat them. He really had chitlins for Thanksgiving. This, this thing was eating dick. Yeah. Like, he was eating dick. He went to the Frank stand. He, yeah. He owned the Frank stand. Yeah. Multiple. And the factory. <laughs> they said they found like 17 or 18 skulls in that motherfucker. God. Yeah. Body part nigga like he was... Averaging like two kills a month, nigga. He was going to them gay clubs and seducing niggas. He's worse and, than um, he's worse than people under the stairs. Yeah. Oh god. They were saying like his first official kill was kind of like an accident, and it took him like seven years to get back to doing it. Like he killed a motherfucker the first time, like on some humbug shit. Hmm. Not on some humbug shit. He accidental shit. Well, yeah. That's what they say. It wasn't an accident, but like he All didn't right. plan on killing him. Gotcha. He like he brought him back to the crib, like try to fuck on him, and shit went wrong, and he ended up killing him. <laughs> but then after that, he, he took a seven year break. But then when he got back to rolling, 
So what made him start eating motherfuckers? Oh, he was fucked up. Yeah. He was fucked up. Yeah. He wanted to cook niggas and eat dicks. And mm. Try and make motherfuckers stay with him. And do lobotomies and shit. Yeah, he's probably into neck row, too. This nigga was so goddamn lonely. He had hid, hid in an apartment store one time and, uh, 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 like he had the, the dressing room into the store closed and then he crept out of the dressing room and stole a mannequin and took that motherfucker home and put it in his bed. He was, thought it was going to turn into a human. I don't know. Nigga was sleeping with it. You ain't never seen that movie? I remember that mannequin. movie. <laughs> probably did. Crazy motherfucker. <laughs> probably did think it was going to turn into a human. He dancing around with it and shit. Mm. <laughs> Trying on wigs. It's a it's a good watch, man. They're probably doing the Buffalo Bill Weenie Tuck. Uh, Mark it back from the mirror. It puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> or it goes the hose again. Yeah. Dirty motherfucker. Dirty motherfucker. Yeah. Nah, it's a it's a good watch. He's the Hannibal Lecter of our time. Yeah, yeah, not real tough. It's a good watch, though, man. Um, I wasn't mad at it at all. I wasn't mad at it at all. Um, These idiots in Michigan, niggas, Instagram post leads to investigators to fire to uh, firearms stolen from a gun store in Michigan. These niggas broke into a gun store, stole a bunch of guns, and they've been on Instagram flashing the guns like how niggas do. And the police have been able to identify the guns. They had locked up at least seven of these niggas. Pictures posted on Instagram help investigators track down firearms that were stolen from a gun store during the September 11th break-in. Investigators looking on social media saw photos posted September 16th of Key John Watkins holding holding a rifle with a group of people. So stereotypical. I know, right? When when agents arrived at the home, Watkins was reportedly in the basement with a man and two juveniles. During the search, officers found one one gun on the dresser and six guns split between the two backpacks. Damn. Some guns had been altered, serial numbers removed, and four of them were reported stolen during the break-in. Investigators said seeking charges and only possession stolen firearms against Watkins. Since I took this screenshot, I saw the day they captured three more of these niggas, all from Instagram posts with these stolen ass guns. Man, they, you know they 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 some good thieves. Just just they dumb know. after the fact. Yeah, they telling themselves. Yeah, these niggas got away scot motherfucking free. They ain't have no leads, nigga, except for the ones y'all decided to give them. I don't, I don't get it. You goddamn dummies! How the hell do you want to post that shit on Instagram? Like, ain't nobody gonna know. You snitched on yourself. Fuck that. Snitched on yourself. You know, these niggas be telling on themselves left and motherfucking right. Talking about somebody telling on me. <laughs> nigga, you. You telling on you, nigga. <laughs> you. <laughs> I got something kind of similar. I call it Elmer Fudd Record. Mm-hmm. Woman mistakes husky dog for wolf. She slaughters it and brags about it on the internet. She killed a husky? Yeah. Huskies are phenomenal dogs. It says, in a horrifying era, 
A Montana woman slaughtered a Siberian husky in the woods. Oh my God! Check, check Was it somebody's husky? They don't. I don't. They didn't ever say. Oh my Lord! Uh, it says the woman. Her name is Amber Rose. Okay. Posting images of of the dog on Facebook, calling it a wolf pup. But social media users were quick to point out that it was not, in fact, a a wild animal, but a domesticated dog. And now (laughs) Peter's on her ass. Yeah, she. uh, It says Rose hunted, shot, and skinned the animal. Goddamn! Then shared the graphic pictures and Facebook photos. She can be seen proudly showing off its remains. And then she, she states, So this morning I set out for a solo predator hunt for a fall black bear. However, I got the opportunity to take another predator pup, a wolf pup. 2022 is a great feeling to text my man and say, I just smoked a wolf pup. <laughs> she wrote alongside the graphic wow. images. It says, uh, in them, she's smiling and holding the animal carcass and her rifle. So, yeah, she got back last. They say uh, Amber Rose here hunted, shot, and skinned a husky, not a wolf, an obvious <laughs> an obvious husky. <laughs> and then she goes on to say uh, that she admitted she admitted her mistake in a follow-up post, but says the shot but says she shot the animal in self-defense. Mm-hmm. The husky wasn't fucking with you. I purchased my wolf tag prior to leaving for a bear hunt. In the event I ran into a wolf in which I came in which I came to encounter with somebody wrote this all bullshit. Came to encounter with that I thought could be a hybrid during this time. My safety was top priority. This animal was growling, howling, and coming at me like it was gonna eat me. No, it wasn't. And Husky was minding his motherfucking business doing husky shit and you blew his goddamn little husky brains out. A pup. Huskies are great dogs. If they didn't have so much hair, I'd get a husky. I wear too much black for animals with a lot of hair. They got a lot of ailments, too. They're prone to getting sick. Yeah. But they're great dogs. I would love one. They're, what, how much are they like? A lot of them. Yeah, there's some thousands. Yeah. Unless you get one from the main society. I don't want one of those return defective huskies. Those huskies are broken. <laughs> <laughs> those huskies are broken. The Isle of Misfit Dogs. Yeah, those, those are broken huskies. And I'm not in the business of trying to rehab, rehabilitate them motherfucking crazy ass animals. You, you ain't got to show an old dog new tricks. That, I don't I want to teach a new dog new tricks. I don't want to teach. I won't teach no old disgruntled ass. <laughs> Criminal ass dog. <laughs> he's a criminal. Yeah, he was just wandering the street trying to get his friend. Yeah, he's a criminal, man. <laughs> I ain't say he was guilty, but he's a criminal. He's a prisoner. <laughs> he's Django. Yeah, man. It's a lot of prisoners that are innocent, man. But they, but them niggas still been in prison. Hey, we better. We gotta keep it cool for the dog. They gonna turn on us, like yeah, I know, like them cats and shit, and monkeys. Yeah. Seems yeah. like we don't got monkeys running around here for you. I told, I told another they just figure it out. But I was talking to somebody the other day because I was watching something and the motherfucker got. I was watching that show American Gigolo, the new one. Have you seen that? It's I didn't think I heard of it. It's on Showtime. It's, it's a American, show show. 
Yo, series, right? Series. No, nah, I've seen a little bit of it, but I ain't really watched it. My man's from uh, Walking Dead is the star. Shane. Shane. That, okay, that was over here. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, he did 15 years for some shit he didn't do, then he was exonerated. Mm. And uh, I was explaining to somebody, I'm like, yeah, like, all that's well and good, man, but that motherfucker penitentiary changed you to a different person. You gotta become a different person to survive in that motherfucker, man. Yeah. That shit ain't sweet. That shit ain't no bed of roses. <laughs> so you might have been the the sweetest, most kindest motherfucker when you went in. But if you had to spend 10, 15 years... That takes that away from you. It takes that away from you and makes you a hardened motherfucker. So maybe you, you're not coming out like the innocent person you was. Nah, you're not. And that's how I feel about them huskies at the amazing center. <laughs> Them huskies might have been good dogs when they went in. I was bringing it all back around. You just didn't know I was. So them huskies and all them dogs, they might be good. They might have been good dogs. No. But when you go over <laughs> doggy prison with other hard criminals, man, they got to do what they got to do to survive, man. They become callous, and now they little doggy criminals, man. And I am not in the business of rehabilitation. Give him a treat. Nah. Nigga, fuck around having shank in his little head and his oh, little shit. collar and some old shit. Trying to yeah. try, try and buy me for a pack of Newports. No, nigga. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. You know who I am? Give me some chum chum. Give me some chum chum puto. Yeah, 15 bucks. <laughs> Area basic interest. That is a man. <laughs> Can't you see this is a man? Can't you see this is a man? <laughs> you hear me with two movies on that one. <laughs> <The> man, <boy. laughs> oh, good. Hit me with blood in, blood out. Yeah. Uh, not, ooh, not Mrs. Society. Uh, South Central. South Central, yeah. yeah. Blood in, blood out, South Central. <laughs> 15 bucks. <laughs> Area nation interest. <laughs> You hear me, Buddha? You hear me, Buddha? <laughs> and I want shoe shine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shoe. <laughs> hey, you were so serious, wasn't he? Come on, white boy, give me some chum chum. <laughs> Punta. Oh, oh man, now I gotta watch Buddha and Buddha. That's a long ass movie, but it's really good. Long. It's very good, though. When, because you feel like the movie's over, and, and then you go into the whole part. Where he now he's the cop and he's the drug addict and and what's mm-hmm. called and been released and yeah, what that's before he lost his leg right because mm-hmm. yeah. remember his cousin shot his leg off yeah uh. and then who was handicapped because they threw him on the uh, fire hydrant the that was the no nah, he wasn't handicapped he was he just, was all broke he up just broke up yeah. that was the um, the painter. artist the brother yeah. yeah. Suavecito. Suavecito. <laughs> That's my shit. Yeah, they, um, that movie, two movies, man, are good as fuck, man, but they the longest shit. That movie and uh, American Me. I seen American Me. American yeah. Me, good in the motherfucker. It's better than the same people, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some, some different characters some here and there, but. Like, same actors and shit. Yeah. And, um, my man is the, the main character, uh, That's where they explained the uh, Chicano and Chicano, uh, MS-13 and yeah. all that shit. In the, yeah. yeah. That was a good movie. Nah, they really don't never play that one as much as they play Butt mm-hmm. and Out, though. American Me is fire. Hell yeah. American Me is fire. 
Shit, they just played out of time during uh, Latin America month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's Buddy's name and the, the lead actor that motherfucker? Man, I had a teacher who's um, he was a dude was his cousin. He came to class I can't one remember. Time, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, he came to class one time and uh, you know, spoke a little bit. He was uh. You said, man, name. He was cool in the bitch. Edward James Omos. Okay. Yeah, Edward James Omos, man. He, he came and spoke and she was cool in the motherfucker, man. So now the leader of that shit is Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. <laughs> he's, he's the OG of that hey, shit, Danny man. Trejo, about 400 years old, ain't he? Four. He, he gets to it, though. He does. He's badass. <laughs> you see how he got his, uh, his break? Uh-huh. All right. I don't know why I know this information about Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo uh, went to prison yeah. when he was young. Yeah, he was really in prison shit, yeah. Yeah, he was the boxing champion in prison. Oh, okay. So. Now that I know. Yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a boxing. His first, his, one of his first big roles when he was young is a boxing movie. Okay. So he. The, the, the director of that movie had came to see the boxing thing in prison, how it was, mm. you know, uh, for the movie, trying to figure it out. Right. And um, he, by the time Buddy started actually filming the movie, Danny Trejo had been released from prison. So he kind of went by just to check the shit out, right? And dude ended up wanting him to be a a coach, I got so like the actor that was gonna play the shit. And he ended up getting into the movie, huh? And that was his first big role. Nigga, like fresh out of the penitentiary, and he just been off and running ever the fuck since. Because I want to say this is the first movie that I seen him in. What's that? I'm hoping that it's him. Because he had this like a small... Nope. Because I know that like, this first movie is in like 85. 85 or 86. Some shit called a runaway train or some shit like that. Okay. Now the dude that I was thinking about is not him. Okay. He kind of looked like him though. His name is uh, Robert Sal- La- Robert Lasardo. I know that is. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, the first movie, uh, moving. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. I thought he. I thought he was Danny Trejo. <laughs> I'm glad I looked that up for I uh, spoke ill. Yeah, Danny Trejo, the man with the big, the big woman tattooed on his yes. chest. The one from uh, Dust Till Dawn and shit. There we go. Yeah, Dust Till Dawn. That's uh, the movie right there. Time for a break. Yeah, we will take one. Break it. We'll be right back. Just smoke break. That's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stand up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We go getting old, sitting on this couch talking to y'all. Shit, his knees get to hurting. <laughs> uh, you hear about the real life Joker? The lock, real life lock Joker. Lock this dumbass up. Nah. 
I ain't never heard nothing about this. St. Louis Joker impersonator sentenced to 60 days in jail for live streaming death threats. This fucking idiot. Alright, you make a good joke. Yeah. Jeremy Garner, 51, pleaded guilty to third degree misdemeanor charges after he allegedly threatened to start killing people while live streaming himself on Facebook. What the fuck? He was sentenced to 60 days in jail with some credit for time served and received two years of probation on top of his jail sentence. Damn. Ah, okay. He served, he well, okay, he, he got a great time, he got right out. He received 60 days in jail. Right. And two years of, two years of probation. But he served five and a half months in jail while waiting to be sentenced. Damn. <laughs> so he, he was sentenced to 60 days in jail, but he did, he, he did 120 something. Fuck, do they owe him some money? Nah, they just gave him time served. So that I means he probably got <laughs> to him some time served on the on the on the uh on the sixty days. On the sixty days and they gave him the rest of the time served on probation. Alright. So he probably only got like a year and a half left of probation. Fuck. For being for dressing up like the Joker and live streaming death threats. Dumbass boy. Hey. At least he wasn't one of us. Hey, nah. You know, they do guns and shit. He's this motherfucker wants to be the Joker and threaten motherfuckers. Threaten motherfuckers on the He didn't even get no thrill out of it. Nah. Just on there talking crazy. Dressed like the Joker, nigga. Like a fucking idiot. You like the Joker when the Joker get beat up. After he got his ass whooped? Towards the end of the movie when she was. Was in the movie and you got fucked up a few times. Too much. Hey. <laughs> Dumbass boy. Dumbass boy. Um I got a uh uh funny but not funny one. It's called the 48 year grudge. Alright. Man with a 48-year grudge caught peeing on his ex-wife's grave every single day by her children. What? He goes to the, the graveyard every day to piss on her grave? A man with an apparent 48-year grudge has been going each morning to urinate on the grave of his ex-wife. Her kids, who were from the like the marriage after Oh, okay. Oh. She's like the first husband. Oh. Well, that's a tall tale of tales right there. Damn. Her kids realized something was going wrong when they discovered bags of poop left at their mom's final resting place. Oh. Their mom. He's fertilizing. Their mom, 66, died of cancer in 2017. Michael Murray, 43, and his sister, Michael Murray's the son, okay. and his sister got permission from the cemetery to place trail cameras in the trees to see what they could catch. And and they apparently, on multiple days, they caught the man driving to the cemetery every single morning with his current wife in the car. So she doesn't know what he's doing. He's just going to visit. That's his ritual. Yeah. 
So she thinks he's going to do something righteous or whatever. Yeah, go Paying his respects. And, but he's, he, Every single morning. He's paying his excrements. <laughs> hey, man, how much did he hate her, man? To take his wife, though. And he ain't no kids with her. So what was he doing when she was alive? Who knows? <laughs> but the second she died, he started taking shit to the grave site and going to pee on it every single morning. I wonder if it was close. It has to be. Like I, The graveyard has to be close. If he's going. Because I, like I said, I live around the corner from the cemetery. Yeah. So he got to be in some kind of close proximity to go every morning and take his wife, make it to work on time. Yeah. That's his ritual. Just let me stop by, you know. So, shit, when he get up in the morning, he don't fly to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He fly to the grave. I think a whole Taking shits in bags, though. Oh, dropping off the police. I can't just sit here and take a shit on your grave. <laughs> Too obvious. But I'll leave it here. <laughs> take it. Bet the grass around that grave, boy. This nigga, every day. Ugh. Who cleaned up the poop? The groundskeeper had to, you know, he probably had to say something about that shit that's himself. When they, that's when they started noticing when the shit started happening. Because, <laughs> you know, just kind of goes. Goes away. Hey, man, that takes, I don't feel piss on your grave, but that takes that shit to a whole. Shit on your grave. Another level, nigga. Yeah. Whole nother level. You said 48-year grudge? Yeah. Damn. He, apparently that's when, because she was 66, and apparently the they problem Right, 48 yeah. years ago. Yeah. 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 She died in 2017. And he's been going every day since 2017. So that's six years. Mm. And this nigga's just been going every day, nigga. You know how many pisses that is? <laughs> I, I, mean, I can see myself ever hating somebody that much, man. You know how many pisses that is? <laughs> <laughs> Damn! How could you hate somebody that bad after a minute to get boring, wouldn't it? If you think so, like, nah. Got to go piss on this grave this morning. He ain't miss a beat. Little quick calculator action, nigga. That's two thousand one hundred ninety pesos, nigga. So how many gallons is that? <laughs> Can't do that bad. I know. I don't we know. don't know how much he pissed. Much bladder he is. How much his bladder was holding. <laughs> I don't know if he was a short pisser or if nah, he was it's the early the mornings. This is the early mornings. This is the water hose. Yeah. Saturday morning, leaning up against the wall, pissing. Oh. <laughs> he leaning up against the headstone, like, oh, oh yeah. my god, nigga. Uh, yeah. And then they go, what they the type of family to come and like do the picnic with the yeah, yeah, uh, uh. spend time with the grave and. Mm. You cleaning the grave off and changing the flyers. And you come pissing on the flowers. They done, they done touched that man piss hundreds of times. Thousands. Whoop <laughs> his ass. Kids probably eating rose petals or whatever. I'd have whooped his ass. I wouldn't even have called the law. And the guy that saw that shit. You been waiting just, on him in the tree. I'd been in the tree. <laughs> so as he pulled his dick out, the guy had to whoop in his ass. And catch that on camera. Yeah. <laughs> Send this shit into ridiculousness. <laughs> what they charging with? Mm. 
That's you know what I mean, is it, illegal? is it illegal? Yeah. To piss on somebody's grave? I'm assuming you can't just, I mean, it's. You didn't remove a headstone. It's got to be some type of vandalism. And it's definitely the indecent exposure. I mean, he's in the morning by himself. But he's in a open, like he's in a public <laughs> area. He's not, that's indecent exposure. If you get caught taking a piss on the side of the gas station. Look, dude, all the dead people going to take Yeah, but that's indecent exposure, man. <laughs> Don't let it be close to him up in the <laughs> playground. That's now he's true. a pedophile. Yeah. They do be having schools next to the West Yeah. Coast, so yeah. But still. <laughs> got to be vandalism. Yeah. It's got to be some type of something with bodily fluids. But three years, yeah. nobody noticed. Six. Six? Six. She went there since 2017. Oh, yeah, 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 shit. Huh. That's deadly. This nigga, he the kid, he was able to keep on doing what he was doing until he started bringing poop. Started bringing bags of shit. He wanted to get he just, Yeah, he just, he said, he's getting tired of it. Let he wanted somebody head. to know he was pissing on that grave. Yeah. So what good is this if nobody knows? Now you know. We let her stinking ass kids know I'm pissing on this grave. <laughs> God damn, we going to hell with gasoline draws on. I don't know what that lady did to him, so I can't say that. Took all his money. Had to, had to just, just fucked up. He didn't have no, uh, what's that shit called, prenup. Yeah. He didn't believe anything's going to be in it for the long haul. Nope. I tell you what, I had some motherfucking money, boy. Prenup is mandatory. If you can't sign a prenup, we not getting married. <laughs> for real. I feel you on that. Motherfucker, well, why would you sign it? Don't you love me? Don't you love me? Yeah, don't you love me? This is what I need to make me feel comfortable. I don't think we ain't going to make nothing together. Yeah. You can have some of that. We're going to spend, this This be my thing. What I had before. Mm-mm. This be my thing. You know how the man and woman dynamic goes. I'm going to spend, if we stay married, I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to make you happy yes. and keep you happy. Exactly. Can you do this to make me happy? Something else. That'd be the way I'd have mindset. I don't even know what we got to talk about prenups, but we just segued on the accident. Yeah. That'd be how I'd have mine set up. But I came into it with is what I get. What you come into it with is what you get. Anything that we build together, together, we split, we split up. And it and it could be some uh incentives. I know, I know like I hear on certain things like, you know, if motherfucker been together five years, then she'll get XYZ. If motherfucker mm. been together ten years, she'll get XYZ. So like if 15 years down the road, this shit don't work out. You don't walk away empty-handed. Nah, you just not about to take half of my shit. Hell no. Hell no. You can have half Let's of think whatever. Think about that. Listen, you can have half of whatever we built at that point in time. Mm-hmm. If I showed up to this motherfucker with $80 million and you showed up broke, that's that's the starting point. Now, if we've managed to make this a 200 and some odd million dollar situation... You get that one twenty. You get half of that one twenty. Yeah, take my eighty and put it over there because that's mine. Now we're gonna take this one twenty, and then we start splitting up shit and divvying up shit. Yeah. But you, if you think you're gonna get half of what I got just for the fuck of nigga, no, no, no thank you. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Can't Hell do no. it. Hell no. Tiger Woods' wife got five hundred million. Michael Jordan' wife got five hundred million. Jeff Bezos' wife got like a billion fucking dollars, nigga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Same with our dude's wife, too, right? Uh, uh, Bill Gates. Yeah. 
I think they got some other shit going on. All right, they, you know, she had money too. So I think they secured some shit. They 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 built a motherfucking uh, they building a motherfucking egg Siri with the population on Mars. Is nigga, she'll tell you some crazy shit. She knows some shit we don't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> Siri. What's the population on Mars? The answer I found is zero. Oh, y'all fixed it? <laughs> she used to tell you some shit like, she tell you some shit like 20,000 people or some shit. <laughs> they hear all those people. What's the population on the moon? Here's what I found. What's the population on the moon, Siri? Here's what I found from ncsl.org. Roughly 1.3 million people currently serve in the U.S. Armed Forces. 22 million more are veterans, and 420 military installations so exist. In the <laughs> nah, she used to tell you. I've done it. She used to tell you. She used to tell you like 20, 20 some odd thousand people live on Mars. They figured that shit was like I'm not zero. Yeah. <clears throat> the way they got to, that's why I keep sending shit there. Yeah, zero. No, nope, we don't want nobody trying to go to Mars. No interstellar, inter. Uh, uh, planetary travels. Yeah, Bezos and them is up there. That's why the niggas keep uh, going to into space for fun. I don't know why you want to go closer to the sun if we already complaining about climate change here. <laughs> you know, some shit we don't know, man. They they got the answers. Yeah, they do. Yeah, uh, Kanye West was joking, talking about remember his iconic interview. You don't got the answers, Sway. Yeah, yeah. Nigga was like a uh, after. Going through a lot of things, man. Sway had the answers. He was right about a lot of that shit. <laughs> Kanye West is a fool. He's man. a fucking idiot. That nigga said the other day he don't read books at all. Never has read books. This is a waste of time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a lot of information for our youth, Kanye. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you, Kanye. Appreciate you. Well, you gotta read some books, my nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it makes sense to read. And that man's a motherfucking character, man. That shit, he wouldn't let his drummer be great at church. You see that? No. Yeah, all right, so dude, no, no, choir was singing. And you know how that choir you ain't paid? I guess. Can the Sunday service? <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, you know, the drummer's about to, he start feeling it. Yeah, he's about to get into his bag. Kind of, they turned around and was like, no. Eyes oh, a hater. He's a hater on the front line. I was like, that's some fucked up shit. He is a hater on the front line, <laughs> nigga. Um, you hear about the, the, the good news this year for Super Bowl? Oh, uh, Rihanna? Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna's going to be headlining the Super Bowl. Cool. Yeah. What's she going to do? Where's it going to be at? I uh, think Arizona. All right, they got a nice stadium. Cause what what's supposed to be back here next year? All star, all star. Well, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. It's last supposed year. to be. No, it's supposed to be twenty three. It's going. It's twenty four. Yeah, it was, but we were initially supposed to have it in twenty three. No, 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 no. We're we supposed was, to have it this year. We're supposed to have it twenty two. Oh, okay. And it's doubling back and coming back to us in twenty four. Okay, so I know we got a uh, what Super Bowl in twenty five. Well, we supposed to have it. So that been twenty one or twenty two? We okay. missed it because of the pandemic. We missed it because yeah, the pandemic. But yeah, we supposed to get they supposed to be back to back. So one year is supposed to be the All Star, then the next year is supposed to be the Super Bowl. 
That's why they're doing all this rampant motherfucking construction on the downtown so interstate. The whole fucking world tore up at one time. Yeah. I hate them niggas for that shit, boy. <laughs> I hate them. That's that shit they did when we had that. We had a Super Bowl here before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we had the Super Bowl here, the niggas decided to warm up the entire downtown. Yeah, they the warmed up everywhere. Shit. Oh, shit. They did that with the uh, the planes in the sky, too. Fucking, like, remember how it was like summer weather? Yep. And as soon as the Super Bowl let loose, freezing. It, it snowed that night. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's some yeah, weird they, shit. They climate controlled the fuck out this city. Boy. <laughs> That was weird as hell. I got to see LMFAO downtown, though. That was cool. The niggas with the hair. Yeah, they were doing the that party, party rock and shit. Yeah. And got to, uh, got to drink downtown in the middle of the street. That was, that was a cool little experience. Yeah, yeah I went down there when Super Bowl was here. <laughs> but yeah, Riri going to be doing Riri going to be on the Super Bowl halftime show, man. So That's what's up. Yeah. Now, what they talking about, She she's being hypocritical about. Well, because people are stupid. And, um... A few years back, she uh, declined. Okay. When we were, when everybody was protesting because and Jay Z and all them too. Well, everybody when Jay Z did too, because everybody was yeah. protesting because of the Kaepernick situation. Right. But then, if we don't remember, Jay Z joined parties with them so that we could have a voice in there and make shit go the way that we wanted, we to, wanted go. to go. Right. And the big. First example of that was last year with Snoop Dogg and all and that. Dr. Dre and yeah. 50 Cent and all that. So now, when your man's is in the fucking, in there running shit, now you're not being hypocritical when you say, okay, because your man's got your best interest in hand. Right. right. Okay. That's and y'all get to do about. shit y'all way and... But you know how niggas is. Yeah. Keyboard warriors, you know what I mean? They're going to get on there and say whatever they want to say. Well, I told you, I don't, I don't think people ever understand it. I told you I called them motherfuckers. Uh, 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 they just want to stand outside and throw rocks at the building all day long. Oh, yeah. The only way you infiltrate any infrastructure is to actually get in there. You want to change something in politics? We need to start breeding politicians. Yeah. We need to start bringing them from, from the bottom up and getting them into office. And so someone in true voice, not a, not a made-up voice, not somebody that's uh, been coached on yeah. how to walk and talk. And be like us, even though they look like us. Yeah, so so, so <clears throat> someone actually can have your best interest at hand. Right. I told you, motherfuckers can say what they want to about the LBGTQU plus community or whatever. I didn't mean to fuck it up. I know what you mean. Motherfuckers can say what they want to about them, but them niggas started in the 70s. They started putting money behind politicians mm-hmm. who was rising in the ranks. And it so, worked. So now... When you fast forward to 2023 and motherfuckers sitting around wondering why they got so many rights, it's because they got motherfuckers who they have funded for decades yeah. who are in there writing these laws. That's true. That shit. They got their best interests at heart. Now we we need that. You say you want to, we need to start getting behind motherfuckers at like the low levels. So we don't pay no attention to local politics. So no. what's your What's like your lowest level around here? Your um, chance, uh, chance, um, what, the Alderman people? Aldermans and shit like that. Because that's yeah. where you start out at. Yeah. And you go to the Aldermans and like judge and the mayor and the da 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 da. I mean, you gotta start coming yeah. together as a community and picking a nigga and putting him in there and raising him up through the shit. Now, it's gonna take years, but 
if you if, if niggas start doing that all across the goddamn country, you start and, seeing a change. And you fast forward 15, 20 years, and now this alderman is a judge. He's a mayor. He's he's a he's, he's trying to get a seat on Congress. Some of this old shit. And this motherfucker literally, for real, for real, came from where we came from with our best interests at heart. Should have started changing. That's true. Because the problem <laughs> is nobody in there, goddammit, give a fuck about what we got going on because they're not from here. Nah. So they're not just the last thing on their mind. Yeah, they're watching yeah. the news just like everybody else. All they see is what's on the news. And it gets worse and worse. Yeah, they're not riding through the hood and actually realize there's people in the hood that's trying to live normal lives and just money is fucked up. Right. They just see drug addicts and, and gangbangers. Gangbangers. Threats to society. Yeah. Bringing the property value down. Mm-hmm. We need to move them out and take over. That's how and, they feel about it. And then with that being said, they don't they don't have any they would skin in the game to try and change anything over here. No. They don't care nothing about this shit. No. But if you had a motherfucker that was from here that it came to he know it needed to be changed over here. He grew up in it. Yeah, that's true. But the thing is, you gotta get the people to listen. You gotta get the people to listen and you gotta get people to do it at a at a consistent rate. Because mm-hmm. what happens is every once in a while one does come up through the ranks and by the time he gets up to the higher part, he gets embraced more by the yuckety yucks and switches sides because that's where the most of the time from. well that most of the time our people will shy away from you and make fun of you for doing some shit that's like what that. I'm, that too. That's what I'm saying. So nigga wanna be a apologist, nigga think he can read. <laughs> like nigga what? This nigga's here to help you and you laughing at him, so it's like a lost cause, man. Yeah, nah. Right. Crabs in the bucket, man. It's a lost cause. Nah, we the only ones that's doing that. Even the Africans got it together. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the, the whole thing is unity. Yeah, yeah. They go back home. They fight each other. But once they're over here, they come together. Yeah. Like, shit, unity. fuck that bullshit. We, we in a foreign land. Yeah, and they'll come together. And But the wild part is, niggas know how to do it. No, we Cause, do. Because if you ever go to jail... When you, when you get to jail, like, especially when you get to the penitentiary, mm. Indianapolis is Indianapolis. Ain't no more oh, yeah. Post Road, Hallville. Yeah. Everybody's are, together. We are Indianapolis versus these niggas. So we know how to unify in, in situations. We just won't take that and apply it to positive situations. On the outside. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Sorry to get off on that little tangent. They're needed. <laughs> <laughs> They're needed. Nothing wrong with rabbit holes. Somehow that came from a Riri Super Bowl conversation. <laughs> the world works. It's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else over there, bro? I'm just down to Florida, man. So I couldn't really scour for nothing, really. Don't know the occurrence in any way that I want to talk about. Everything's about Russia. Yeah. I got a weird one, man. Um... A seven, a seven. Listen to these ages. Mm. A seventy-seven-year-old Pennsylvania man arrested after his five-year-old daughter was seen on a video chasing other children with a gun. Mm. Okay. Charles Counts, seventy-seven, was charged with endangering the welfare of children following an incident in which police say his five-year-old daughter chased other children with a gun. 
During an interview, Counts told the investigators the girl, the girl in the video was his daughter and that the gun was in his drawer and not loaded. He also told officers he did not know his daughter took the gun and he would have stopped her. Police said when they asked Counts who owns the gun, he said he entertains a lot of people in his apartment and someone must have left it behind. But it was in the drawer unloaded. This nigga's 77 with a five-year-old. I know. I was going to say that, too. Hey, man, Charles Counts out here, goddammit. Charles Counts. Charles <laughs> Counts. <laughs> you see what happened when you introduced Viagra to these old niggas? This nigga had that baby when he was 72. Shit, I don't even think he needed Viagra. Now, Charles, Charles might not need a Viagra. Shit, you got a high blood rate. Yeah, Charles, I just motherfucking <laughs> slinging and banging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. baby got them chases and got them. I had a baby mama here. Charles, Charles, Charles said he entertained a lot of people in the apartments. Charles probably, Charles probably your sugar daddy in it. Your sugar daddy in or or he's just the OG of the neighborhood that everybody come chill with. You know what I'm saying? And he, he snagged him one and she had some good fire wop. And that wop will fuck you up. He said, fuck it, taxes. That wop, that wop will fuck you up. <laughs> that wop, that wop changed lives, buddy. <laughs> that wop changed lives. <laughs> Tell you else changed lives. Look at that segue, man. Kodak Black. I was going to make this part of my melanated, but I decided just to make it a current event. All right, what you done did? Kodak Black paid rent for 28 families facing yeah. eviction and covered their rent for the following year. Oh, yeah, I wish I was there. You know? Damn. Down in uh in South Florida where you from. Okay. He picked twenty eight families that was facing eviction, fixed the eviction, and then and paid the rent for a year. For a year. So you ain't got no excuse. Yeah. No excuse. No Get it together. Excuse. No excuse. Get it together. Unless the hurricane fucked they shit up, but other than that. Yeah. That motherfucker coming through. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. should have said that at the top of it. Well, uh, I forgot myself. So, uh, prayers. Prayers to the hurricane victims. The victims and everybody that's going through that. Because uh, Ian is... is, it, is it yeah, it's Ian. Ian is down there playing no games. Nah. He got motherfuckers on the run. Nigga, I seen a uh, video today. I think it was in Fort Myers, hmm. Florida. Motherfucker took a video out they front window. Hmm. Nigga, the water and shit so crazy. There was a shark... Swimming down their street. Oh, shit. Shit. The shark, it came, just the water just pushed the shark off the... Fuck that. Nigga, the motherfucker, I'm watching the video, nigga, and the shark is, the shark on the street, like, what the fuck? (laughs) But he's in enough water to swim, because that's how high the shit was. But then again, you got, what else, uh, alligators, too? Yeah. And gars, and... All that shit. All the deadly fish predators. Yeah, yeah, all the deadly fish predators that made their way in on the land. Oh. And snakes. Shit. That's why they be having two or three houses elsewhere. Yeah. In northern Florida and shit. But shout out to Kodak Black. Yeah, that's that, a man. big that's shout out though. Yeah. A year? And you get me out of eviction? 28 families. That's a, that's a bank. That's a bank. That's a big bag. That's a bankroll. Shit. That's a bankroll. Better than, you know, spending on jury helping yeah. out humanity. And it's a tech card off. Yeah, that too. But still, you're helping that's out right. humanity. Yeah. So it's good to see that shit, man. Yeah, no, nah, no, 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 no. Uh, they, um, I think we talked about a couple of things about Kodak Black did on here. 
And if we haven't, we shouldn't. He's always doing shit like that. Yeah. He's a hard-headed knucklehead. Him and, uh, we ain't heard man. about, uh, who's that? Lil Uzi Vert doing nothing like that in a minute. Yeah, he used to, he, yeah, you know, he, he be paying college, college tuition and, and shit. shit. Yeah. Trade the truth, always do shit like that. It's few yeah. niggas, man, they really just be trying to give back. Yeah, I bet shit. I like to be on that shit. Surprise them up, fucking pay for they, they, they cart at the Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I forgot who does that all the time. Your boy do a lot of giving back to, to uh, two chains. Mm-hmm. He do a lot of it. He do it. He do it around Christmas time. He uh, he be selling them ugly sweaters. Mm-hmm. Like like he was ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, and like he he had like a couple years in a row. He had like a dabbing Santa and a couple <laughs> shit like that. And he would take the proceeds from them and do shit for like ten families in his neighborhood. That's what's up. Like he put one shit. family in a. Uh, they I remember he put one family in a, like they was in a situation where he was about to he's in like a house that was way too small or he was about to get evicted or something like that. He mm-hmm. put them in a bigger house, paid them the rent for like two years, bought them like a it was a big family, bought them like yeah. a van for so they could move around. That's what's up. And he like like a lot of shit. Like he bought new, you know, like wheelchair accessible shit for one family and a wheelchair van, new wheelchairs for grandma and them, like it, you know, shit, cool shit, man. But he, he I love to do shit like that. But he say he for no, no for for prior to pan, prior to the pandemic, he was doing it every year. He would sell them them things, and the one year he had made like after uh, he said he was like he had made like one point eight million after profit after the money that Damn. he took to make the sweaters. Yeah. He made like 1.8 million, so he took the 1.8 and shit. That's cool, man. Yeah, they show more of that shit, man. Yeah, instead of the most expensive, it's and they shit. never do. That's why I be trying yeah. to hunt down some of that shit, man. I want to see what niggas got going on on the human side of things. Hell yeah, humanitarianism is, is the most important thing. Yeah, giving back and shit. Man. Now, motherfucker, they ain't helping themselves. I can see a motherfucker not helping them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fact. That's why, <laughs> that's why motherfuckers usually always go for old people and kids. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, because, you know, both of them is pretty innocent in this situation. Yeah. And, and if you, if you, I don't really give a fuck what you did in your life. You made to be old as fuck, I should care about you now. Yeah, that is true. And if you a baby, shit, you a fucking baby. You a baby, you. you're innocent, you don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel it on that. Uh, I got another one. Dirty ass. I think this might be my last. No. Good. Two more currents, so we'll run them off real quick before we get into Florida Mayors. A Baltimore cop was sentenced to 21 months in prison for planting a gun on an innocent man. He also admitted telling a witness to lie about what he did if questioned by police. He tried to ruin a man's life and got less than two years for it, shaking my head. Mm. Former Baltimore Police Sergeant. Keith Gladstone was sentenced to 21 months in federal prison. He pled guilty to conspiracy to help to plant a gun on someone during a stop involving road cop Wayne Jenkins. Remember him? The cop that was running around wilding out, doing all that crazy shit, raping motherfuckers and planting drugs and shit. Yeah, that's why I thought you said Baltimore, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. During a stop involving road cop Wayne Jenkins. So this is fallout from the Wayne Jenkins shit. He got himself exposed, fucking around. Wayne Jenkins of the Gun Trace Task Force. Gladstone flipped against a subordinate. 
Oh. Yeah. He flipped, yeah. That's how he got less time. But yeah. So he snitched on somebody. Snitched on another cop. <laughs> Probably another dude. <laughs> but they already know about Buddy, so they, he must have told on somebody else. Because mm. Wayne Jenkins was the first nigga that got fucked up. <laughs> uh, oh, man. That's what the other story. I got an interesting one for you. Chicago police and the federal and the feds arrest 15 people in Chicago. Mm. Probably. Mm. Chicago police and the feds arrest 15 people in Chicago after they allegedly applied and received PPP loans while in jail and used the money to bond themselves out during the pandemic. Smart. That's what I said. There is no better cause. How many people? 15? They got 15 so far. They're looking for like 25. <laughs> they was all sitting down together like, hey, y'all think this will work? <laughs> you do it first. <laughs> then you help us out with the paperwork after you do yours. Damn, that's smart as fuck. 25 people in Chicago charged with PPP loan fraud after receiving loans as inmates and using them to post bonds. Fifteen of the twenty-five have been arrested so far. Well, they lucky it wasn't. Uh, it was. It's not twenty twenty-three. They'd have had to wait forty-eight hours to go search for them. Hey, the white girl got in on a humbug. Look at the twenty-five people. White girl. Black, 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 black. The white girl was probably the one that came up with it. She did. She probably was the ringleader. She was probably the one that was like, hey, guess what, guys? And they forced her to do it. Shut up. Nigga, that's ingenious, bro. That's very ingenious. And it was a good time to do it because they wasn't checking no backgrounds, no nothings on nobody, so... They got the they got the loans. But damn, they got caught as inmates and used the loans to bond out. It's imagine for two years you were walking around and you had money because I'm pretty sure you bonded out with probably more than. Well, I told you. Remember we talked about it before when when Biden extended that shit. Man, a lot of people gonna get fucked up. Oh yeah, they about to. We about to keep hearing about this for some time because you know they you know the the the. Statute of limitations was basically what it was. Was they was they had cleared two years, yeah, to to catch niggas, yeah, and that was all that they was gonna do. <laughs> and if you didn't get, if they didn't catch up with you in them two years, when they was done investigating, now it's ten. Then they could buy and stretch that shit to a ten piece. They need that money back. They need that so, money back. So what happened was, cause I remember <laughs> when I remember when the shit was happening. My was like, man, this motherfuckers out here getting. Two, three hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and did 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 did. Man, I go give a yeah. fuck about my little twenty grand. Yes, they are now. Now they coming for that little twenty bands, man. <laughs> they coming. Yeah, they coming. They on their way. Man. Well, I ain't touched that shit. I ain't at all. Either. I ain't get a motherfucking uh. I wasn't fucking with nothing that said loan behind it. It just didn't feel right. Yeah, I ain't getting no PPP. I ain't getting no. You know, I ain't wasn't working, so I ain't getting no unemployment. Mm. I didn't get no. Mm. I ain't get a motherfucking red. Subsequently, I got some money from it because okay. everybody was running around this motherfucker going around <laughs> money like everybody was Scarface. 
Shit wasn't nothing to do. Niggas was niggas was balling, nigga. Niggas was niggas was nothing to do. B O O C and balling out. Are you saying only people you seen working was the Amazon and the and the mail? Niggas, man, niggas around this motherfucker balling, nigga. Niggas was big chief toilet paper around this motherfucker. Oh, and then it was the year of what? What's them things called? Can Ams. Nigga, they was giving them shits away. Can Ams and are you seeing everywhere paper plates? Paper plate bands. They giving them shits away. I, I ain't gonna front, nigga. My I wanted one, but I said, fuck it. I ain't gonna front, nigga. My, like I said, I didn't get no direct money. But, nigga, I got some uh, indirect, nigga. I had some shit going on. And <laughs> I knew that the people that was coming and, and buying certain things and stuff for me, there was no other way that they could have got that money, nigga. You ain't never had no even for 30 years. You ain't never had no money, nigga. Now, all of a sudden, you just got all the money. Yeah. Share some of that with me, nigga. I ain't, I ain't planning for no all loan, so. money. I ain't planning for no loan, so share some of that with me. Nah, I ain't neither. I'm cool. Yeah. Once I heard it, like I said, it said loan, and I'm like, nah, that's the key word to leave you the fuck alone. There was one that I really should have went and got, though. It wasn't a loan. It was, uh, because I didn't get any of that shit. I didn't get no stimulus money. I didn't get none of that shit. Hmm. Not a fucking cent. Damn. They got none of that, nigga. Them whole two years, all that shit. The only thing I got was, uh, I got like the food stamps and shit that was passing out, but okay. I ain't get, like, I ain't no stimulus or nothing like that. Shit, I wish I had looked up on the food stamps, too. Shit, I remember one time, I sitting in this motherfucker about four grand worth of food stamps. Whew. Boy. You know, just to see food at your house. Nigga, I had all that. <laughs> I learned how to cook a steak, nigga. I ain't even know how to cook a steak. <laughs> I figured that shit out, you hear me? I feel you. Shit, uh, it's that time. Some Florida man. Yeah. All right. Let's run out four of the mans and take I got break. three of them. I got two, but they both kind of light. Mine's, all mine's light. That's why I got three. Uh, I call this one Pull Apart. <laughs> Florida man chases down, plucks feathers from Sand Hill Crane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's happening in West Palm Beach, Florida. Florida man chased down an endangered species and removed its feathers. Why? Hold on, we're going to get this. It says uh, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission and the Jupiter Police Department arrested Michael, what the fuck, Bacicio? I mean, that's, how we, that's what we're going with. Okay. Michael Bacicio, 31, for endangering and threatening, <laughs> for endangering a threatened species. Mm. Uh, says according to the arrest, he chased and robbed the. Oh, he chased and grabbed the neck of a sandhill crane and began to remove his feathers. It says sandhill cranes are on Florida's threatened species list, making it illegal to touch, harass, or remove parts of the species in the state of Florida. It says witnesses say they they tried to stop him from chasing the crane. It says one witness told officers that he held the feathers up in his, in his face and asked if they want to keep them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. He ain't been charged with shit yet. Okay. Um, my Florida man is a, uh, he's, uh, where he at? One of the PPP niggas, man. Oh, my bad. He was arrested and taken to jail. Okay. 
Florida man who bought a mansion with seven point million dollars in COVID nineteen relief funds. God damn! Look at this house he bought. Look at Shit! <laughs> the Black Lives Matter house. Don Caristamino, forty six, fraudulently secured more than seven point two in emergency funds through PPP loans. Damn. Investigators say. He used the 7.2 to buy a Lincoln Navigator, a Maserati, a Mercedes Benz, and other vehicles, and had and a and bought a 12,579 square foot home. He fled to Switzerland when he learned he was under investigation for the PPP loan fraud. He was arrested on April 11, 2021, as he attempted to enter. Solivia, by the way, of Italy, as the part of a plea agreement, he agreed to forfeit the $7.2 million that he had obtained through the wire fraud, as well as assets traceable to the fraud, including the mansion and $1.1 million in funds he held in bank accounts controlled by him. Mm. He will also be sentenced soon. Damn. Hope he hit somebody somewhere. I hope so too. One man ran off the super lake. He bought an Escalade. He bought a Maserati. A Navy, a Maserati, some Benzes, <laughs> big ass mansion. Yeah, I hope he has some money somewhere. This one's called Caring for Animals. <laughs> Florida woman arrested for sexual activity involving animals oh, and possessing child porn. Says the Marion County Sheriff's Office has arrested a woman from Fort McCoy for sexual activity involving animals and process and possessing child pornography. She's a nasty, filthy motherfucker. They say that the jail investigator McLean was notified on who the hell say his real name. Okay, whatever. The investigator, McLean, <clears throat> was notified on July 18th and 19th by detention staff that during video visitations, Karen Teresa Buford showed an inmate videos of herself having multiple dogs commit sexual acts on her. What? <laughs> investigator McLean was able to locate the video visitation recordings during the investigation. Yeah, those, those calls will be monitored and recorded. They tell you the second she get on. It says it confirmed Buford showing the videos to an inmate. Uh, Is that Was that the inmate's thing? Or did she just blindside it with some... That was her on the video. Some bestiality. That was her on the video, yeah. Uh, confirmed Buford showing the videos to, the, to an inmate uh, and found... E messages between Buford and an inmate graphically describing the sexual acts with dogs. Uh, they say detectives obtained a search warrant on Friday, August 5th, for Buford's home and found a cell phone used during the video visitations. Detectives conducted a phone extraction and found 11 videos of Buford and at least two dogs engaging in oral sexual activities along with one deleted file of child pornography. Wow. Uh, she admitted to making the videos, but says she did not know the individual in the deleted file was a minor. 
they say she was arrested with 11 counts of sexual activity involving animals and one count of possession of child pornography. And she was transported to the Marion County Jail. Not in Indianapolis. No, 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 Florida. Wowzers. Freakazoid. Caring for animals. Freakazoid. (laughs) That's the name of this bug. Freakazoid. Caring for animals. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. Uh, My last Florida man is um, an update. Oh, cool. Uh, Florida man who allegedly attempted to buy a child for $100,000. He's back. He's dead. He died in police custody. Oh, shit. He died in jail. I thought you were going to say somebody killed him. Nah, that filthy bitch. I don't know if he thought somebody killed him. Let's, let's, let's find out. <laughs> Helmuth, Hel, Helmuth Cobb, 85, was arrested in August after he allegedly walked up to that woman at Walmart in Florida and offered to buy her child for $100,000. Mm-hmm. In 2018, he had offered to purchase a child from a woman for $200,000 at the Kmart. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh... Oh, so that was the same motherfucker this whole time? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I thought this was different people. Mm-hmm. A medical After a medical event, he was taken to the hospital and later died. I was somebody beat the shit out of him. I probably did. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, that was my, that was my Florida man update because we talked about him on both of them occasions. I, uh, if you thought the last one was bad. You got, you got another one. Huh? Yeah, this one's called The Collector. Oh, shit. South Florida teen accused of raping woman no. to add to his collection. Oh, shit. This happened in Hollywood, Florida. Investigators say a 15-year-old boy what? repeatedly raped a woman whom he had watched and wanted to add to his collection in Hollywood. The, the Broward, a serial rapist. Yeah, the Broward State Attorney's Office charged Terry Berger Smith as an adult with kidnapping and sexual battery. Uh, according to the arrest affidavit, Berger Smith attacked the victim as she was walking to work on June 10th. The victim claimed Burger Smith raped her at multiple different locations. Damn. And even live-streamed part of the assault. Just, so, so he kidnapped her. Yeah, it says... Uh, just drove her around raping her. It's crazy. Uh, the 15-year-old. 15-year-old, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, it says, uh, I have to prioritize the safety of the community and make these kinds of decisions after reviewing all the evidence circumstances. This is from the uh, Broward State Attorney, Harold F. Pryor. Yeah, he says, this person already went through the juvenile system in New York for a very disturbing, violent incident and was committed to a juvenile facility here for 18 months. And upon release, he relocated to Broward County. Says, Burger Smith is facing four charges of sexual battery and one count of kidnapping. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Crazy. He's 15. This nigga is already a serial rapist. He must be a big dude. Multiple convictions. They never showed it. He got to be because he he's he's got a couple of these under his belt, right? Yeah. Well, they didn't say, but has he been convicted somewhere else? The offense is similar. Yeah. That's the thing, though. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, let this crazy deranged motherfucker back out on the street. Just out raping. 
Well, shit, they should let the bum killer out. The Seattle bum killer, they need to let him mm-hmm. out. Shit, at least he was using axes and knives and shit. You get close and personal. <laughs> this motherfucker's raping people. Shit, send him to Seattle with the bum killer. Let the bum killer bump into him. Yeah. Give him a bum bump. Nigga, bum bump. Oh, shit. Get a nigga motherfucking bum bum. Hell yeah. We better take a break. Okay. Oh, my God. We'll be back, y'all. Yes, sir. Uh, we are back and we are ready to get into uh, Melanated. Yeah. You yeah. said you got two? Got two, man. I got one. And they both from here. Cool. I don't know much on this first one. I'll kick it off. Uh, apparently, is a director. By the name of Craig Allen. Okay. His, uh, his IG is Craig Allen Films. But he went from being homeless to uh, filming content, just, you know, trying to figure it out, to becoming the director for some of the music videos of the biggest artists in the world, man. He's worked with Baby, Boosie, Benny the Butcher. Damn. Bunch of these other niggas, man. He's... You from here? It's from here. That's what's up. Craig Allen, right? Yeah. And I stumbled across it on the website that ain't got nothing to do with us. That's what threw me off. Like, <laughs> I was looking at the thing and it said, Indianapolis, Indiana, director Craig Allen. That's oh shit. Well, that's what's up. Shit, I never heard of it. Yeah, me either, man. But he's... He's making headway. He's doing his thing, man. And to go from being homeless to doing that, man, it's, it's uh, a follow thing. your dreams, man. Hell yeah. Follow your dreams and your passions, man. If you're good with something, if you're good at something, man, stick to it, man. At all costs. Yeah, so shout out to I said, I don't know the brother, man, but he's from here, so shout out to him. I support I support the natives. Hell yeah. Well, this one, she not a native. I don't even know directly where she's from. We're going to find out, though. Uh, her name is Eloise Lewis. It says, degreed at 90 years old. Eloise Lewis receives honorary GED after dropping out of high school. Okay. Um, begins with a statement that says, It's never too late to finish what you started. Says Eloise Lewis recently received her honorary GED at age 90. She had dropped out of high school in the 10th grade. It says, According to uh, WLOX, the Gulfport Care Center in Gulfport, Mississippi. So we got where we're from. Held a graduation ceremony for Lewis on Wednesday to celebrate her accomplishment. Lewis expressed that completing high school was something she had she wanted to accomplish. Uh, they posted on her uh, page. It's the Gulf the Gulfport Care Center posted a collage of the celebration of on the healthcare facilities Facebook page, stating, "We had a resident who shared with us that she missed getting her GED by one question." When she was going, when she was younger, and I always mm-hmm. regretted not going back to get it. And so our team went right to work to help her make it happen. Okay. Uh, she goes on to say, uh, "I never did get a chance to graduate until this day." Uh, it says after learning her desire to finish her education, Gulfport Cares Center Activity Director Lisa Purdue re- researched how to grant Lewis her certificate. So Purdue contacted Wells of Southgate. Wells of Southgate, a Christian training center in Gulfport that contributes to the health and advancement of Gulf Coast community. 
Lewis was administered a mock test that she passed, completing Southgate's course. Okay. So she goes on to say again, it's a blessing to me and my coworkers to be able to be make this happen. This is from Purdue. Okay. And it says, uh, along with other caretakers and staff and the Southgate uh, representatives attended Lewis's graduation ceremony where she was granted the honorary GED certificate. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Never too late. Nah, 90-year-old lady. She mm-hmm. wanted to go back and get her yeah. GED. She did it. You know, she's, uh, you know, it's never too late to accomplish some shit that you had on your bucket list. Eloise Lewis. Eloise Lewis. Shout out to you. Um, last one goes to Mr. Mike Epps. Cool beans. HGTV has greenlit a new uh, home improvement show. Right. It's going to be following Mike Epps. Okay. Uh, he rebuilds houses in the neighborhood he grew up in. That's what's up. Over off like the college area. Right. In that area. Shit, he's getting in where he needs to get in too because that's what they've been doing over there. Like I said, they're just going to follow him around and watch him redo a bunch of the houses. You know, he's been buying up land over there for, buying up houses over there for a long time. That's what's up. So he he, he owns a lot of that shit over there. So I wonder there. if he bought the land too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Because I would. Shit. Yeah. Why not? For a long time. That's good real estate too, because you're close to downtown mm-hmm. like a motherfucker. I said I remember when you saw when you was talking about it a few years back, you said you started off with buying um uh the, his mother's old house that I grew up in. Right. Just on some, you know, nostalgic shit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, kind of saw the direction that the city was going in, because you know what they were doing over there, they've been remodeling everything yeah. and They've been doing everything. Yeah. Shit. It used to be just, uh, it used to be just fields of land. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel that shit in. And the houses are too damn close to each other now. Yeah. It's like a, a fucking Chicago neighborhood. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to be following them. So, HGT's going to be on HGTV redoing houses here. That's what's up. Well, shout out to Mike, man. He Big shout out, man. Give him back, man. He always represents the city, too. Yeah, gotcha. always represents Indianapolis. Everybody else get a little famous neck like they're not from this bitch. And get a highway name there to Yeah. <laughs> I get on that motherfucker almost every week. Babyface. Yeah. Well, Edmonds. Edmund, uh, Raymond Edmonds Raymond Highway. highway. <laughs> yeah. That's it for my uh Elinated. Well, we on to the weekly fecals. All right. So, um, what do you got? I got two. I got two. I'll kick them off. Go ahead and do your thing. First one is Ring Around the Roses. Okay. Now, this is, this, this goes out to the whole fucking, not the whole, the people who was there. I should just say that. Police issued an Amber Alert for a kidnapped teen that what? shot her dead as she ran for, for to them for help. What? Yeah. Says the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department says Savannah Graziano had been kidnapped by her father. They were both killed following a car chase and shootout. Wow. It says on Monday, the San Bernardino County, California 
Sheriff's Department issued an Amber Alert for a teenage girl, Savannah Graziano, believed to be kidnapped by her father after he allegedly shot and killed her mother the day, that day. Because within 24 hours, police shot and killed the teen as she ran toward them for help. So the whole family did. Yeah. Uh, it says on Tuesday, police responded to a report about a truck that matched the description of fifteen year old of the fifteen year old girl's father, forty five year old Anthony John Grazano. A car chase led by the California Highway Patrol in pursuit of Anthony, who had his daughter in the car. It says uh, police say John shot at deputies from the rearview window of his car when the car chase reached Hesperia. Hesperia. Officials say Anthony's truck became disabled, prompting him and the police to get out of their cars and engage in a shootout. It says amid the chaos, officials say Savannah emerged from the vehicle in full tactical gear and ran toward the officers, who then shot and killed her. Damn. Yeah, Anthony was not was well, Anthony was also shot and died at the scene, while Savannah died shortly after being taken to the hospital. It says at eleven forty. A.M. The, the the California Highway Patrol announced on Twitter that the Amber Alert for Savannah was deactivated without explaining why. Yeah, because we killed her. Yeah, without explaining that they murdered her. What the fuck? That's why I said that's some bullshit right there. God damn, boy, that poor child. That was the roughest day. Yeah. Your mama get killed, then your daddy kidnaps you. Clearly dressed her in tactical gear. Yeah. And then gets into a shootout with the police, and y'all both die. So everybody died, that whole damn family tree gone. What the fuck? Crazy, man. Ugh. Got two nasty ones. I don't know. Let's start with the first one. Um... Diary of a Wimpy Kid actor, Ryan Graithman. Yeah. He was also in... Let me not... Let me not even forget what he was in. He was in, um... What's that shit everybody likes so much right now? Uh, Stranger Things. Oh, okay. He was in that... He was in Diary when we were a kid. He was in The Carpenter. He was in Marley and Me. Damn. Undercover Cheerleader, Seven's Puppies, uh, Perfect High, Ice Quake, The Secret of Something and Another, uh, How to Do a Battle of the Bulbs. Uh, he was in a bunch of shit. Um, Undercover cheerleader, Reese Kevin, something, something, something. Ryan Grathman. He was just convicted of murdering his mother. Damn. Died, but his biggest, his biggest thing was dire if he won't be kid. Just okay. Like this dude. Damn, I remember him. Yeah. Dire won't be kid actor Ryan Grathman has been sentenced to life in prison for shooting, for the shooting death of his mother. On March 31st, 2020, he shot her in the back of the head while she was playing the piano. Hmm. Damn. Riverdale. That's what else he was in. Oh, I never watched Riverdale. Yeah. That's the Archie's type shit, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He was known for playing 
Jeffrey Augustine in Riverdale, has been sentenced to life in prison for murdering his mom in 2020. He gave no reason why. Mm. He definitely done it. Fuck. Yeah. While she was playing the piano. She was playing the piano. Fuck. Bloody keys. Bloody keys. <laughs> That's all I can see. Yeah. Mm. This is a fact. Fuck your child, though. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yeah. Shit. I ain't as bad as this motherfucker. Well, this motherfucker ain't as bad as him. He's just nasty. Crazy. Uh, I call it loop to loop. Um, man charged with yeah, man charged with attempted kidnapping in West Loop and two other attacks on women in South Loop. Now, this is in Chicago, so whatever loop they're talking about, I don't know. It says, Quavon Ewing, 32, was charged with attempted kidnapping and two counts of aggravated battery, police said. This is happening in the West Loop. Uh, a man has been charged in attempted kidnapping Sunday in the West Loop. Uh, was charged with one count of attempted kidnapping and two counts of aggravated battery. The police said Ewing tried to grab a 45-year-old woman and pull her into a car Sunday morning in the 200 block of South Sangamon Street. Mm. Ewing also attacked the 25-year-old woman and the 35-year-old woman the same morning in the South Loop. The attempted kidnapping happened about 8.45 a.m. Sunday. A woman was walking in the West Loop when a man in a red Dodge Plymouth minivan pulled over, got out, and tried to force her into the van. Uh, the woman was able to fight off the man until a rideshare passenger, yeah, rideshare passenger approached and confronted him, police and the victim said. Officers later found the, the, abandoned, the abandoned minivan. Uh, just a few minutes later, the man suspected in the West Loop attack was called on video at the Jackson Red Line station. Police uh, released images that led to Ewing's arrest Monday, officials say. It says the West Loop attempted kidnapping happened on the same stretch of Sagamon Street where a dog walker intervened to stop a different attempted kidnapping of a 30-year-old woman in late August. Ewing is expected to appear to appear in bond court noon on Wednesday. So, no update on that, but I'll probably get one if it, uh, if it pops up. Is that your last one? Yeah. My last one's a doozy. This is how we're going to finish it off. Oh, shit. All right. Texas carjacker fatally shoots man, then leaves victim's two-year-old son to die in the hot car. What? Hold up. Say it again. Texas carjacker yeah. fatally shoots man, steals car, then leaves the victim's two-year-old son to die in the back of said hot car. That's fucked up. A Texas man named Bonani Fernando. <laughs> but he's a black man, so I'm assuming he's African or some shit. Yeah, okay. He looked like he's Nigerian. Yeah, Nigeria. 38, 38 years old, has been arrested for allegedly igniting a carjacking incident that left the driver of a Chevrolet vehicle dead along with his infant son. The traffic slang took place Tuesday shortly after 
for Darren Ferdario met up with Michael Eason to engage in a discussion. Things escalated quickly when Dude withdrew his firearm and shot the former acquaintance numerous times. After the shooting, the assailant left Easton in the parking lot for dead, hmm. stole the victim's black SUV, and drove off with his two-year-old son riding in the back in his car seat. Damn. Easton's body was found in the parking lot around 1.45 p.m., and his son was discovered in his dad's abandoned SUV nearly six hours later, according to reports. The infant had died of exhaustion. The police department caught up with Fernando the following day and apprehended him for two counts of murder. He was also charged with one count of tampering with evidence in connection with the killings. He is slated to appear in court on Friday. Damn. Killed the motherfucker over an argument and then left with the motherfucker's car and the kid in there and left it to die. And then left the kid in the car in the sun. Two years old. It's fucked up, man. He needs to be hung and his uh, entrails need to be uh, sprawled across the, yeah. the land. And stoned also. Yeah, that'd be first. That'd be yeah. on the way to the hanging. Yeah. Damn. That walk of shame. That, that, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Told you it was a doozy. He's a, ugh. Yeah, he's a big piece of shit. Yeah. Super fecal. Mm-hmm. Captain fecal. <laughs> the fecal is the sent him over there with Karen so he can, yeah. get, he can get animalized. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's how we ended that one. Yeah. yeah. Told you it was a doozy. All right, it's been another week with us, y'all. Hey, with that being said, man, appreciate yeah. you. Appreciate you. Like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell. All that good stuff for all you YouTubers. And uh, 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 uh. y'all have a good week. I forgot my man's name on our YouTube channel, man. He come, he, he come and interact on every goddamn post, man. Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out, man. Yeah, I can't remember his name, man. Johan? Yeah. Johan, yeah. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to Johan. Happy belated birthday, brother. Hey, man. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have a good one now. Yeah, have a good one. Peace, peace. Peace.